the sandwich. Uh, I'm good to go. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a pretty good impression. That's awesome. That's the fish. I have a host of uh, SpongeBob impressions. SpongeBob. <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs> yeah, I've got one. Uh, this is Squidward. Hey, come on, I'm squirting here. <laughs> he's why Squidward squirting. I don't know. Squirtwood. Because <laughs> he's like wet. Squilly. You, you know that episode where, he's got the, where his cousin Squilliam comes mm. and he's in the marching band and he's, he's Squidward's trying to start a band with the clarinet and his cousin Squilliam comes and says, hello, Squiddy. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome back to BLT. <laughs> Have you heard the AI cover of like Plankton singing? Dude, he, Plankton's he, AI covers are the best. Yeah. Have what? you heard those, Luke? No. Dude, there was one of him doing Careless Whisper. <laughs> and he's just, is Plankton the little red thing from SpongeBob? Green thing. Oh, thing. oh yeah, Plankton. Yeah, yeah that's a, this is another big... Uh, Krabby Patty. You didn't watch SpongeBob. No, it's another big pop culture gap I have is... Dude, Simpsons I, and SpongeBob is probably the two biggest. Do you know what's crazy? Two biggest and two shows that from the first episode up until their respective films... Probably immaculate comedy TV I've shows. seen the movie, mm-hmm. like, I'm a Goofy Goober. Right. Ah, Have you seen the Spongebob movie? I think so. But you haven't seen the show? Yeah, I was probably watched it at school or something. Really? Like, mm. My favourite, one of my favourite episodes of television ever is the Spongebob episode where he gets the <laughs> gets on the wrong bus and he goes to rock, he goes to a place called Rock Bottom and it's just like a vertical drop off of the bus and then he gets off the bus and he's wandering around trying to get home. <laughs> but all the people, for some, all the fish in Rock Bottom speak with like a different accent, but it's not like an accent. They just speak like this. They go, hello, what's your name? And Spongebob's like, I need to get home. And they're like, what are you saying? That's the height of comedy. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. 30, 25 minutes of comedy gold. They've just fart jokes every second. Yeah, they're not farting. They're literally going with their tongues. They're going, it's awesome. I heard Plankton do an AI cover of Careless Whisper. Yeah, well, how does Careless Whisper? Careless Whisper is, um, he's like, tonight the music streams so loud. Oh, yeah. He's always screaming. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Who else do you reckon would do a good AI cover? Um, when do we get our own AI? The BLT AI? How much of your voice do you have to have online for AI to know you, ex- yeah, you exist? Mm. Like how famous do you have to be? Or is it just not uh, that? It's how much content no, you No, I think it's how much content. Because I think you can, you can make an AI voice out of anyone, but you've got to have enough of a sample pool. So, mm. so theoretically, any of the... Uh, I was going to say um, virgin incels, but I was gonna, but but any of the smart and technologically savvy BLT heads listening, if you want to go ahead and make some AI voices for us, an AI out. episode of BLT, we should we have to do that one day. God, maybe I might I, start making some good jokes on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like if you ran the first. What are we up to? Episode twelve. Oh, did oh, that? Dude, you know what that a, means? Dude, we're one away. We're one away from big episode thirteen. Yeah, that's huge. God, if my AI could uh, take my place and eat a fucking salami sandwich with two-minute noodles and a bit of cum in it, <laughs> fucking awesome. What? Because that is the level of shit we've been sent in our DMs lately. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was going to say, if, if we did run the previous 11 episodes through AI and yeah. then we'll, like, generate 
an entire podcast based off this. It would just be us shitting on Blake for being not funny <laughs> and also just jokes about me sucking my own dick for an hour. I actually think that an AI episode, if you gave a, a computer the last 11 episodes, it would probably release the lost third episode where we talked about our cocks for 25 minutes. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, Hi, my name is Tyler. I am the uh, trapezoid in the BLT. My name is Blake and I am the... (laughs) (laughs) The master of improv. (laughs) What did you say? The boobs. The The boobs. boobs. Yes. It's a titty sandwich. (laughs) Hi, I'm Luke. I am the lychee. Ooh, lychee. uh, Today's sandwich. Have you ever had lychee? Yeah, only in like cocktail. Isn't that not the actual fruit? (laughs) Fruit. What is lychee? It's a fruit. It's just a. It's in every like cocktail. Yeah, and they put it in like uh, bubble tea. It's always lychee flavored things. I feel like no one ever eats lychees. Mm -mm. I get the lychee floaties in my bubble tea sometimes. It's good. Yeah, but that's not the raw fruit. Oh, it's just the raw fruit chopped up into little convenient bites. L-Y-C-H-E-E. Ah, those things. I love it when you find out about a new fruit. Mm. What was that rogue fruit we had on the fruit platter in that one? The place? white one, yeah, and it had the black seeds in it. Yeah, it looked like a, f- it looked like an alien species. I think it was like, was it some kind of dragon fruit? No, someone it identified it, but I didn't know it. Pretty weird that I get given a random food and go, that looks like an alien species, and immediately stick my tongue and mouth into it. Yeah, tasted pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. it's mm. good. I fuck with it. Um, what do you guys been up to? I went for a run this morning. This morning? Yeah, I've been trying to get my fitness back on track. I've run twice in the last 24 hours. Oh. And before I ran, I looked up the weather because it was pretty cloudy. And it was I was raining like, oh. when I left my house. Well, yeah. Oh. I, I, I opened my weather app. This is how cold and windy it was. It had a sheep grazier warning. And I had to Google <laughs> what that meant. What, what, uh, what is I've that? A sheep thing as well. Yeah, it a means grazier. That, like yeah. if you like take care of sheep on a property it's a warning to say that today your she- it's so cold and windy that your sheep could just die what what a bizarre warning to forecast to every man woman and child using that app and it's like <laughs> why 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 do what, 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 okay but that's when you know like we live pretty far out of the city like when i wake up and it says my local suburb at the top followed by sheep grazier warning and then that's i true. still was like all right i'm yeah, gonna get out too there. cold everybody who took the vaccine might die <laughs> Hey, come on. <laughs> hey, come on. That's good. Yeah. It didn't say sheeple. Crazy <laughs> ah, that's true. That's good. That's so weird. Why does why sheep crazy is that like a is that like a common unit of weather measurement for normal people as but well? But I didn't realise that when it gets cold they just die. <clears throat> yeah, isn't that's that what, what it is? Wolves? For? Yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. I guess if they've just been shorn. Who's yeah. shorn? <laughs> Sean! Have you seen that game Heavy Rain? No. This is game Heavy Rain that came out like PS3 and it was like the first one of those games it was like a movie like you kind of just quick react to things and just plays through and the plot is like a dude's child goes missing and you have to figure out who like kidnapped his son his son's name is Sean and there's a scene in the game where it used to glitch really bad and it happened when I would play it too where you're supposed to walk around and press X and he goes Sean! Sean! Where are you Sean? But the game would glitch sometimes and you just scream Sean just going Sean 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 <laughs> and that's, that's all I think about when I hear the name Sean <laughs> did the guy who does the good doctor actor did he voice that scene 
I am a surgeon. <laughs> I am a surgeon. I am a surgeon, Dr. Hahn. All right, you need to leave my office. You're disrespectful. I am a surgeon. Do you know what my favorite part about the good Dr. Law is? Is that it's I look and it is a law I'm well versed in. <laughs> The dude who plays Dr. Hard, every time when he gets yelled at... Is he the just, dude from the Jurassic Park movies? Yeah. yeah and he just keeps screaming at him, I'm a surgeon, Dr. Hard. And then Dr. Hard's looking back at him, like the biggest Giga Chad one eyebrow. He's like, just like, get out of my office. <laughs> Small that guy bought the rights to the good doctor from a Japanese uh, TV, because it was a Japanese show originally. Yeah. He bought the rights to that wrote and adapted it to an American audience, released the show, but just cast himself as the main antagonist for the autistic Doctor. Yeah. Wait, Freddie Highmore, you mean? The key, the main actor of Dr. Han? Dr. Han. Oh, Dr. Han. You've told me this before, which means like this is a fact that you enjoy dropping regularly. It's so funny. I've never heard that. That's a good fact. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't told you, mate. He's told everyone fucking out. <laughs> it's so funny. I am a good doctor fan. I don't, I don't even really know what you're talking about. I don't think I've ever heard of that show. I'd never heard of it, but it like went viral that scene. Cause right. it's like, is it like a Grey's Anatomy type show? Yeah, it's like a Grey's yeah. Anatomy type show. But you know, at like the start of Tropic Thunder, when it shows like the Oscar bait, like Robert Downey Jr.'s character is in Satan's Alley, like the priest movie, and it's like taking the piss out of those shows that are clearly actors thinking they're like. Doing or it's even even like the Simple Jack thing, same thing from Tropic yeah, Thunder. It's actors <laughs> thinking they. Just doing something. Doing something real yeah. important for like people with actual disabilities and, and handicaps. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so Freddie Hart, the dude from fucking Arthur and the Invisibles, <laughs> buys the rights to oh, a foreign show. from Charlie and the Chocolate Yeah, factory, from Charlie, Chocolate, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the Johnny Depp one. But he, the actor bought the rights to a show and then got it produced and cast himself as the lead because he wanted to play like an, a severely autistic Giga yeah. Chad surgeon. Um, and that's the scene that went viral. him going, I am a surgeon. <laughs> I am a surgeon, Dr. Han. But it is so, because just it's the type of show that, uh, you know, those clips on TikTok that are just like, uh, like a man will get trapped in 40 kilos of cement and then it's in, cut up into different parts for TikTok. Yeah. A Good Doctor is one of those shows that just has little clips here. So it'll just be like this woman coming in. She's like 18 and she's pregnant. And then the Good Doctor will just go, um, you are pregnant because you are a whore. Wait. And he's just autistic, so he doesn't know what Wait, the so he actually says shit like He that. says stuff like that. <laughs> and he like wrote and bought the script and stuff just so he could say that yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so weird that's awesome so good that's man. like Clint Eastwood making directing and starring in Gran Torino so oh, he yeah. give himself the n-word pass for two hours literally Quentin Tarantino in the hateful eight he gives himself <laughs> yeah. the one scene where he plays an Australian just saying the n-word so, for 10 minutes no, that was Django but yeah true what did I say hateful eight. Oh yeah true yeah. So that is true <laughs> anyway um what were we talking about I don't <laughs> remember We'll talk about the cold sheep. That's right. Yep. So carry on. How's your run, mate? That was fine. That was the end of it. I just was shocked that I'd never heard of that. And yeah, I'd never I've, heard of that either. Another thing I've been battling with, and it's, I guess I'm just putting it off. On the early on the weekend, uh, when we went away, like we always have to pack a toilet bag everywhere we go because we travel all the time. Mm. My uh, body wash leaked in my toilet oh, bag, no. and it. Then it got on my toothbrush. Oh, no. Because I keep forgetting to buy one of those, like, plastic cases that go around your toothbrush. Yeah. And I just haven't got a new toothbrush, and I've been brushing my teeth every day with this, like, chemical afterburn. Wait, you don't have a, tooth- you don't have a toothbrush? <laughs> did, did I say weird? The <laughs> podcast. A toothbrush? <laughs> did, did I say weird? No, 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 no. I have a toothbrush that I have at home, and then I have a toothbrush. A toothbrush? 
<laughs> one that I take specifically in my toiletries bag. Right. Dude, I've got like a fucking I take like a I take like a full uh survival kit with me in my in my in my toiletries bag on tour. I got the I got like two toothbrushes. I got the I got the moisturizer. You in always run a two duffel bag setup. Mm. Always one duffel bag is exclusively just for your hair dryer. Yeah, yeah, and your PS Five sometimes. <laughs> two two things I couldn't live without. <laughs> if I was doing like that GQ video with like, if I was trapped on an island, here are ten things I would take with me. It five is- of them would be related to hair products. The other five would be video game related in some way. <laughs> And then, and not one of them would be like food or water. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. I bloody hell, I wouldn't last long. But I'd be entertained and stylish. No, nah, you just get your sustenance out of playing, like yeah, you know, yeah. WWE 2K. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah no, I, I, have a, I have a toothbrush. Sorry, what were you saying? Blake? I was going to say you pack like all that sort of stuff. But uh, I just went to Tassie last week without you boys, so I was. Uh, it was just me, Mitch, Zach, and uh, Jack. Zach and, and uh, Jack. Zach and Jack, yeah. Also, the names of my uh, neighbours back home, they were twins and they were fucking horrible to us. They um, were twins and, and they were called Zach and Jack. Yeah, not Actually, a lot of that, originality in the country. Yeah. yeah, that's not creative. Can I just also bring something up now that I'm thinking about names? This code over from last week. Um, I had a few people uh, say to me or DM me and say, um, hey, your last episode of the podcast was great. Noticed that when Blake was telling his story about his hangover, um, you and Luke for a split second questioned the fact that his girlfriend's name is Zoe and her brother has a girlfriend also named Zoe and you both kind of went, that's a bit weird, but that moved on very quickly. A few people also just told me to bring that up and just say... Um, oh yeah, my friend quiet. told me about that in person. He's like, hey, you know what you brushed over way too quickly? That Was it Zoe's... Zoe's brother's Zoe's brother's also Zoe. dating someone yes. named his sister. Yes. Yeah. And a few people keep bringing this up, like you right. guys brushed over it. Can I just bring, just say? I don't want to shame Zoe's brother. I, I don't though. want to shame him either because I'm sure um, Zoe, Zoe too is a lovely and beautiful person and regardless of the name that she could not pick herself. But the fact that you have to say Zoe too, that's where the problem lies, isn't it? Well, it, the problem even lies within my own family. Uh, my mother's husband, my father, obviously named Paul. Yep. Uh, my mother's brother... Also named Paul. It's Paul uh, as well. Oh, yeah. That is. I've. Why is it that I've never really heard of that ever, except for you now bringing it into my life twofold? Yeah. Well, the reason why we brushed over it is um out of respect. Yeah, that <laughs> and, is true. and that's the honest reason. Yeah. Out of savoring and uh, trying to maintain personal relationships that we have with Zoe, and potentially maybe if you and Zoe keep dating. Perhaps even Zoe's brother. And Zoe 2 now. Yeah. And Zoe 2.0. Maybe so Zoe 2.0. But that's why I didn't bring it up first. But now because I've had feedback about it, I'm choosing to bring it up again. But yeah, everyone was I, just like, what is, what's wrong with you? Why don't you guys bully him out of the, the room for that? You, how can you bully me? <laughs> you bullied me for walking uh, into a healthy family relationship <laughs> where just two people are named the same. That's true. I actually don't think it's... But I personally, I just want to say, I have no issues with it. Zoe 2, sure, she's lovely. Shout out. Um, and apologies for my podcasting co-host here for vomiting at your feet and not cleaning it up. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say that I think it, it, even, I think, you know, in a world, I, I don't think I could, if I met a girl and I was like, damn, I don't think I, if her name was Julie, I couldn't do it. Like, the same name with my mum. Yeah. Do, it. do you know what I mean? I've had that thought as well. Not to date, though. <laughs> I'm lucky. Like, I've had sex with someone called uh, Nathan before. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm I'm lucky in a sense that like I don't think I'm ever gonna meet. Oh, you could be. I could be a Jackie. I mean, I'm very happily taken. Save I was single. What about a Sharon? Oh yeah, dude, so safe in meeting a <laughs> yep. a younger Sharon. If yeah. you, if you, That's I would true. actually love to know. Do we have any Sharons under thirty listening? Doubt it. Ooh. <laughs> it's like the Forbes thirty under thirty. <laughs> Sharons, we're putting together a list of Sharons, Sharons 30, thirty under thirty. Sharons that are thirty Sharons <laughs> under thirty. If you could find thirty Sharons alive right now under thirty, I'd be gobsmacked. Yeah, because I started off my mum listens to the pod, so I don't want to rule out that we don't have any Sharon listeners. Because oh, potentially mate. my mum yeah. could. If Sharon made it past, if your mum made it past episode two, I would be very surprised. I don't think she would have made it past the uh, the porno mag episode. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. I, I think I think that the a lot of the more uh, innocent, and pure individuals that listen to BLT dropped off after the porno mag one. So yeah, yeah. but you, but I know, and I am grateful for that that Mum doesn't listen because I want her to like me and you two, and I think in order for her to make eye contact with us in general, she it needs to not listen. That's why mm. I, I find it hard that your mum, uh, Tyler, respects me somewhat. She, she was kind enough to come to my show last week and yeah. um, she had a great time. And and the whole time we were talking to Julia, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. But I was just like, how can you look me in the eye after the things you've heard I've said on this pod? <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about jerking off when I was 13 and she was like, oh, thank, thanks very much for the tickets. It was great. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I mean, I think, I don't know. Jules has heard, well, I mean, let's be honest. I think she's heard some worse things from her own offspring on this fucking podcast. <laughs> But, so um, that's such a such a point of difference between the Cahills, Kidgels versus the Pavey family. Like me, mum and dad will listen to it in the car together sometimes. What, BLT? Yeah, mum. <laughs> you listen to it with them? Mum and dad. No, I'll just be in like the car with them and then dad and mum will just be like, oh, let's check on, check on the last app. And then we'll say the most fucking heinous things that have ever been put into a microphone and then they'll just go, <laughs> you boys are so silly, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Well... Sorry, sorry for that interruption to the tale. I just thought I had to bring that up because I had yeah. a few messages about it. What was the tale? I, I think it's only weird in the in the bedroom. Yeah. It's only weird when you go to say their name in a in a in like a half grunt and half like in the throes of passion. In a moan, mm. you can't squeak that out in a moan, can you? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be dropping. I don't. know, I just couldn't do it. I, I couldn't, couldn't get past that personally. Maybe I, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. What would, what Unless was you said first and last name, like to, to <laughs> di- differentiate. So, like, oh, like, I'm sorry to use Zoe as the example, but like, um, Zoe's brother could be like, oh, Zoe, whatever, like in her last name. So, he, so he's like, oh, I'm obvious I'm not referring. Pun? <laughs> you mean he's got to get the full name? Yeah. So, so it's, so it's <laughs> clear that he's not referring to his sister in the moment. <laughs> Bro needs to like reference her driver's license or something. <laughs> he He's like, oh my god, zero one four four eight seven six four. Oh, yeah, my. he reads out her postcode like <laughs> <laughs> to differentiate him. Oh, unconditional P two license. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, no, listen, all the power to them, and um, you know, good for you, man. Anyway, uh, sorry, sorry, I can't remember. What were we talking about? What story was I telling? I we. You about the tour, what we pack on tour, what we were kind of talking about? Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Did you have anything to add? <laughs> oh, no. Well, we were just talking about how much like you pack in terms of hair product and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Zach but, and Jack is what we were talking about. Yeah. Oh, yes. But then uh, 
Jack, the business manager, obviously his objective on the tour is to minimise on cost. Yeah. So we get a <laughs> message in the group chat uh, the night before and it's like, boys, uh, we're going to be bringing uh, the suitcases full of merch. Uh, you guys get one carry-on each. So... <laughs> So I shovel like a shirt, uh, two pairs of socks and, a th- and like another pair of pants in a duffel bag. And then I'm like, okay, this is, you know, this is going to be pretty grim, but I'm there for two days. That's fine. I get to Hobart and I'm sharing a room with Zach, the videographer, and he just goes, oh, fuck. And I'm like, what? He's like, I didn't pack another shirt. See, <laughs> had one shirt for the One dude. pair of clothes the whole time. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, when we went away, we went away for three nights as well. Or two, was it two nights or three nights? Two nights, two nights. And I, I packed like two t-shirts, three pairs of undies and just wore the same pants and shoes the entire time. Yeah. It was quite liberating. Yeah, if we're doing a three-day weekend, I'll just rip the one pair of shoes. Yeah, one yeah. shoes, one pants. The only time I pack extra shoes, this is so boring. Let's just move on. I actually don't even want to finish the sentence. No, I want you to. I'm, I'm fully engaged. I like this. I was going <laughs> to I was going to say that when we go for like a big to a leg, I pack two to three pairs of shoes like sleeping. <laughs> but yeah, I've just been dealing every day now since for the last four days with this chemical afterburn on my toothbrush and I don't think I'll fix it. I think I'm just, I can outbrush the chemical burn. Like I can brush it away. Yeah. Well, you've got my body wash on it. Oh yeah. But then in 10 years, you won't be able to brush away the cancer that grows from that. So. That's true. Yeah, I won't have teeth by then. Yeah. It'll just be eroded and rotted. But anyway, uh, it was a good weekend. Is that all you really had to say on the matter? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I think that should be enough. Yeah, I was doing some reading over the last couple of days, and I heard that in media, a yin and yang type of um, is that our is that going to be our reset the momentum? Yeah, yeah. So what I was going to say is that there's a yin and yang thing with media consumption, and and to a to a consumer, um, hearing the most boring piece of dog shit thing you could ever hear, and then the best piece of media you could possibly consume <laughs> immediately after the other will reset the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what's next in the agenda, so guys? My anecdotes are the opposite of Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> no, opposite in quality, but similar in theme because that story was far from over as long as you were fucking telling it, man. Oh my God. I literally stopped halfway and you actually asked me to continue it. Because <laughs> I, I was cooking in my head, all right? I was cooking that moment up. That was an artificial moment, all right, mate? Just let it happen. Oh, God. Anyway, um, do we want to do the Who's the Weirdo yet? Because I've yeah, got a yes, really I good one. You had a submission this week. I had a fucking... And, and listen, boys, there is room for maybe for you guys to say... Uh, oh, I, I think, listen, from my perspective, this is the first in a while that fits the parameters of a Who's the Weirdo. Wow. Fantastic. Are I'm you not going to clap until I hear until it. Until you hear it. Yeah, yeah. I think, it's, I think this is going to give us a, a ample discussion points. And I appreciate the, and the user who's wishing to stay anonymous and will... Because I'm not a piece of shit and I'm not going to read their name out. Read it. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Are you going to make up a fake name? Yeah, I can. Uh, this was sent in by Frank Stallone. Frank. <laughs> no, no, I can't say that. No. I, can't, I can't attribute this story to Frank. Uh, Francine. 
Yeah. Okay. Still two. Francine, still two. All right. <laughs> Instead of still one. Oh, so like, yeah. Right. Call him Mr. <laughs> Fantastic because that was a fucking stretch. <laughs> okay. Hi. Okay. I have a who's the weirdo with a strange, almost threesome situation. I'm going to try and make it straightforward. I genuinely don't know who was the weird one. Okay. Some background info. I'd recently broken up with my ex of two years when this happened and met this friend, in quotation marks, online before my ex and I started dating. I'd only met this friend and his girlfriend once before since we lived six hours away and they also met my ex. My friend did casually mention a threesome or foursome and I said I'd be open, but my ex would not be. Fair enough. Cut to us being broken up and the couple has come to visit me where I live, which is six hours away, for a holiday for their anniversary and are staying at a fancy resort. I show them around, we get high, I get back to their resort and end up in their room with them. We eat pizza together and because I'm high, the chewing sounds from this dude and mouth, this dude, the mouth breathing, what? Oh, sorry. So the chewing sounds from this dude and the mouth breathing from his girlfriend is driving me fucking insane. He's so high, he's rocking in circles whilst eating and staring in a trance. There's a ring of sauce around his mouth. I had thought about the possibility of a threesome until then, but was getting strongly turned off. That's fair. I would say very fair. The high wears off a bit and we go to head to bed. The girlfriend goes to sleep in... Wait, oh no. The guy goes to sleep in the middle of us two girls. We all have a little chat and fall silent. He starts filling me up slowly and asks if it's okay. I say yes. We end up kissing and lo and behold, he tastes like meat lover's pizza. <laughs> Has he still got the ring of sauce around his mouth? Probably. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the way I'm picturing it, yes, he does. <laughs> we end up kissing and he says, anyway, however, I'm touch, touch deprived. So I try to push this thought aside. We're kind of taking turns kissing each other and we all have our shirts off. The guy has his pants off. About 10 minutes in, both of them have made attempts at taking my pants off, but I don't budge. I couldn't stop thinking about him chewing and I didn't want the girlfriend to do anything because I wasn't very attracted to her. (laughs) So the girlfriend takes her pants off and they bone in front of me. I'm on my back. The girlfriend is on top of me. The the guy is standing up. He, he, He finishes off, then finishes her off with a vibrator whilst I am literally... Hang on. Whilst I am literally doing nothing but listening... Both of them are on the other side of the bed now with their backs turned away from me. We all fall asleep. Who was the weirdo? I think I accidentally cucked myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, <laughs> this, you're right. This is a great one. Yeah, because it's like, well there's a done. couple of things Because you, know, you, you immediately want to go, oh, the couple's weird. But also, you put yourself in that yeah, situation. Sure, yeah. You put yourself there and you continue to do it even though he tasted like meat lovers and had the fucking BBQ sauce lip. That's yeah, awesome. You shouldn't have uh, put yourself in that situation if you were that turned but off. But also, too, you yeah. know what, too? Like, clearly you were attracted to the guy, but you were never really attracted to his girlfriend, yet you agreed to the threesome. That is kind of weird. BLT had to have a real problem with communication is what where I think is becoming a pattern. Just yeah. say no. Just say no. That's true. Also shocking that a BLT head has had a threesome. Well, No. They were present to a twosome. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I agree. It was a cuck situation. That is a bit of a cuck. But it wasn't even a cuck situation because a cuck implies that you're enjoying it in the Mm. corner. It was like a... 
Just, no, I, I think the thing that stops it from being a cuck situation is that she wasn't romantically involved with either of them. She was, was just a third party. It was almost like when you're playing PlayStation with like your best friends and then your sibling who's really annoying comes in. So you give them the controller that's not connected. <laughs> it's not so they in. think they're playing. That's they're not what actually like. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she knew she wasn't playing. She, she chose not to. She, she held firm on the pants coming off. But mm. her, what, her top was still off? Yeah, her top was off, but wouldn't take the pants off. It's just so weird to just lay tits out next to... The whole situation is just weird. It's a weird so situation. I, so the, who's the weirder? Okay, I'm going to... Let's go through the story. Um, I'm going to offer one point of weirdo. The first thing was the guy got too high in the source yeah. ring. That's yeah, a weird, that's weird point for the couple. I think, do you know what? Can I just say to... Um, I think it's weird that they're rolling. I mean, I get it. You're high. You're hungry. Pizza pre-sex is a weird move. And getting yeah. high, I feel like, is a bad move. That's a bold maneuver too. But I guess some yeah. people, you want to... I don't know. I don't really get... I, I don't get high, so... But I think she gets a weird point for, one, staying there willingly and then complaining yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, pushing through the meat lover's ick to then... And then kissing the guy is a weird point on her Yeah, own. that was a weird point yeah. for sure. So Especially because... You would expect him to taste like pizza, would you not? Especially I, if that's what you're hyperfixating on. Yes. Yeah. I honestly think then they get a weird point, so it's 2-1 because they just start going at it in front of her anyway, despite her non-involvement. And she gets another weird point for staying there. Yeah. As they're doing it. She could have just exited at that point going, I'll leave you two to it. I'm sorry, I didn't, don't, I'm not feeling it. So I yeah. feel like it's equal. You're both the weirdo. I, I think doing the thing too of like, yeah, I didn't really want, they were trying to take my pants off, but I didn't want to do anything with his girlfriend because I wasn't attracted to her. He's like, well, then you, this is immediately not a very exciting threesome concept, is it? Because no. you, you kind of only, because you're having a threesome, but you wish it were a twosome. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want to fuck your friend's partner. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you want to, I think the dude was the friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. I think she was friends with the guy, and then his girlfriend was like the was like the bonus. But it's like I don't know. That is. Pretty I just weird. think you're both the weirdo, and that's that. I, I think I we just, have a tie. It's the first tie for well sure. Well done. But Francine, I don't think you cucked yourself, or I wouldn't say it's a no. cucking situation. I think that you, I think you, uh, knew that it was not an ideal threesome situation and willingly stepped backwards and out of it. Yeah, but you still had every opportunity to leave. And so you, you didn't did. literally step out of it. You mentally checked out of it is what I meant to say. Yeah. That's not a cucking. You know what I mean? I think cucking is against your will. No, you no. can be a voluntary cuck. That's like a No, no, you thing. can be a voluntary cuck, but it's like a cucking would be... Cucks are into the idea that their partner is having sex with someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I would just say, you're not a cuck, you're a witness. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Dude, you witnessed a, a Ruth and that made you feel uncomfortable enough to tell us about it. Essentially, what you've done is you've put a, a, a Oculus Rift on and watched VR porn <laughs> while taking a Mentos that tasted like Meat Lovers Pizza. <laughs> that's all you've done. Which is on a top 10 scrapped Black Mirror episodes. <laughs> Say, that sounds better than what actually happened. Yeah, I think so. You doing that in your own living room on a VR headset is less sad. Then you, you're the only one whose memories you have to repress. Now those other two are going to carry that situation. I actually, listen, if by chance you're listening to this and you're thinking, hang on a minute, 
Me and my girlfriend went out and caught up with a friend six hours away and had a meat lovers pizza and almost had a threesome, but then we cucked the third party. If you, is that just ringing a bell to you as a listener? I want you to message me as well, and I want to hear your side of that threesome story. <laughs> That's such a long shot. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. You never know. I want to kind of know what happened the next morning, and because they said they all just went to sleep, right? Yeah, I think so. The aftermath of that situation is: do uh, do the couple have to apologize? Do they have to go co- explain or something? Explain question, or is it just like let's never speak of this again? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Knowing the communication skills of a BLT listener, they probably just suppressed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they never brought it up. They said, oh, yeah. thanks. Have a great day. Also, great. six hours away, it'd be so easy to just cut contact entirely. Yeah, you could just disappear into the night. Yep. Yeah, li- literally down a freeway. Speaking of, I almost hit a deer. What? A couple nights ago. When we'll, did you see the deer? No. Man, it was terrifying. So, do we have a deer here? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we've got deer in Australia. Deer. <laughs> I don't think I've ever You're seen it. from the country. We've never had deer in the country. Uh, okay. Well, this was pretty rural. This was like near the Grampians. And it was outside of yeah. Stall, I think. Um, yeah, a place like called Stall. The deer and the moose that are out near the Grampians. You can see them. Where's the Grampians? What where, part of the country? It's like in it's Victoria. Like it was on the way back from Horsham. On the way back right. from Horsham. And in the Grampians, they have deer and they have moose. Never been. So you, haven't, you haven't never seen a moose in person? No. That... Oh, you're fucking with it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> we don't have moose. I was, I was, no, no, the deer, the moose, and the water buffalo that are out yeah. here, you know, in Horsham. We have penguins <laughs> as well. Oh, fuck. We, we do have penguins. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. They're at Phillip Island. <laughs> Those feet are happy for sure. Anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, so, like, because everyone warned us. My parents were not that thrilled about us driving home because we did a six o'clock show, only one show. We kind of got out of the venue by 8.30 and there's just truly nothing worse in the world than waking up in a regional town in Victoria when you don't have to. And yeah. I'm sorry for all our regional listeners that that's your day-to-day. Just get out of there, man. You guys can leave, man. There's someone who, who doesn't have to experience that. Mm. Dude, it's just... It's more just like, I want to sleep in my own bed, right? If I can. Definitely. Yep. So we just made the decision to cancel our accommodation in Horsham and drive oh straight Oh, God, it excited after. me so much. And the sound tech was like, oh, be careful. A few people at the venue, like, when we told them that we were leaving straight home to Melbourne afterwards, were like, oh, do- do- that's going to be dodgy. Good luck. Why is that? Just because, like, there's a lot of potholes on that road and there's kangaroos and stuff. So we are driving. We've probably really? been in the car for, like, 45 minutes. I was in the van with Joseph and... A kangaroo jumped out in front of the car. We both freak out. Like, and I, it, it, you know, I miss it by a couple meters, but it's just slowly hopping across the road. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. Cool. And I was like, kept on going, put the high beams on when I could so you could see. It's pitch black. There's this no street lights. No. Then the deer's next. Right. Then Joseph and I are having this big, kind of like a DM. Yeah. Like, and we we're just like talking about something, you know, that was personal. And then I, he's kind of pouring out his heart and soul in the passenger seat. And I just go, oh, God, fuck. Ah! <laughs> because I just see, <laughs> this is what happened in my brain. Yeah. It was like, you don't expect to see a deer on the side of the road. Because at first I was like, oh, that kangaroo is massive. Oh, it has a big ass. Why is it on all fours? And why does it look exactly like a deer? And then I went, <laughs> oh, it's a deer. <laughs> But it was so big and it was just chilling within a meter of the road, Jesus. just but not looking at the way of the traffic. So it's looking the same way. It was we're looking going. at you like a deer in headlights. 
Dude, literally. <laughs> and oh, then like, it, that's what it was. It turned around and it stared at the car and I was this like, do not I- fucking go out. And I veered over, but there was a truck coming this the other way. I'm- oh, shit. So I just couldn't go into the other lane and avoid the deer. So I was like, if this deer just decides to erratically run out, it's going to like, so I slow down, but it's, it all happened just like within three seconds. I yeah, didn't really this get is what, This is what I imagine the deer did when it looked back. Like you veer in front and just the car just goes, <laughs> the deer just goes like this. Joseph, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Just knows Joseph. Yeah. That wouldn't shock me if Joseph Green was like, oh, yeah, I used to be a deer farmer 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this, our friend Joseph Green, who has been opening some shows on the tour, he is like the most well-traveled man I've ever met. He is... In energetically aligned with the entire environment somehow. We, we met at the second gig I ever did back in 2015. And he, before I met him, he it was 29 when we met about eight years ago, I think. And then he was like, oh, it was probably. No, he was in, he was, th- he would have been 30. Been nine years, I think. Has it been nine years? Oh, he might've been 30. Yeah. It's, and it's been, it's, he just, so he had this whole life before we met. Yeah. So often like you're just hanging out with him now. And because it's, because we've been friends for so long in my life, like he's been, I've been friends with him since I got out of high school. So it's just yeah. like a life. It feels like a lifetime of friendship almost. Yeah, yeah. Or like at least adult life. Mm. But he had this whole adult life before me. So often he would just be like, yeah, one time I was, I used to be an international model in New York for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. And like when we went to New York, we went to uh, Donald Trump's son's building. There was like the FBI at the front in black cars. And we had, he just knew the lady who lived in the penthouse of that building, we got a stake overlooking the Empire State Building That's in New York because awesome. he knew this uh, older woman who ran this very successful fashion company. Yeah. Just and then and then the, she messaged me once on Instagram like, "Oh my god, it was so lovely to meet you. Any friend of Joseph's is a friend of mine. Whenever you come to New York, you're welcome to stay in my penthouse." <laughs> and I just it's always just Meryl Streep's character in The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit. Isn't that so weird? But it's just so. That's like this man has this whole life where. You meet this billionaire. Oh, she's yeah. probably not a billionaire. She's probably a millionaire, like a multi-millionaire. And then the fact that Joseph has made such an impression on her yeah. Yeah. that she's like, to me, this person she met once, mm. you're welcome to stay anytime. Yeah, it's like you, something so. like you'll be with Joseph in like a random bakery and he'll see like a cupcake and he'll go, ah, oh, red velvet cupcake. That reminds me of the time, I think it was 2003, I was having a coffee with Prince. Yeah. And, uh, and you're like, you're like Joseph. What the fuck? But I still, to this day, Joseph is Joseph Green is the greatest man alive. One and of the I, best the, storytellers. One of the greatest storytellers. <clears throat> and he's got such a warm radio voice, and it's such his delivery is so um, his like vocabulary is like something out of like a fucking Jane Austen book or something. And uh, I still think the the single greatest comedy set I've ever seen in my life was 2015 or 2016 when we were a year or two out of high school and Luke was doing his first ever stand-up show. And he goes, he says to some of us, I think it was a group of like eight of us, he's like, hey, can you guys come over to my house? Uh, Joseph and I just want to run through our comedy shows and see what you guys think. And we're like, yeah, cool. So Luke and Joseph did like a joint 
comedy trial show to like eight of us in Luke's living room. In my parents' living room. Parents' living room. We're all sitting on like, like the couch and on cushions on the floor and Joseph and Luke take turns getting up and doing their shows. But uh, I mean, your show was funny. So no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that no, no, it no. was shitty in comparison, but Joseph's set in Luke's parents' living room was the funniest piece of comedy I've ever had the pleasure of sitting I've through. I've never seen anyone crush harder and it was in my living room. It was the <laughs> so best. So like 10 of my best friends from high school School and I was just sitting there like I could I wish I was this good man <laughs> oh my god I remember watching that and just having just being like okay this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life he's just such an enigma like one time I was in uh Wagga walking down the street past a suit store and I like clocked this uh ad of a guy wearing a suit and then I kept on walking then I had to double look and I looked next to me and it's Joseph Green and Rob Mills standing next to each other <laughs> in a suit at just this massive billboard in a Wagga suit store and I sent Joseph a photo and he goes oh they're still running that campaign are they I did that back in 2013 and I'm like what the <laughs> Fuck! You never told me about the time you did a photo shoot with Rob Millsy Mills. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So insane. He tells me these stories, and he always prefaces them with like, "This was, oh mate, this was about probably, oh mate, probably 10, 15 years ago now." And he just tells the most wild story that has like all these different connections, and it ends in like the perfect. It's like somebody wrote a. It's like yeah, God yeah. It's like you, you couldn't lock. even write a perfect story like that. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, this was happening in 2008. And I was like, fuck me. I was like, like may, I maybe got my first erection that day, maybe. <laughs> and Joseph's lived this whole life. It's yeah. insane. I actually don't think I had pubes in 2008. God. There you go. Yeah, we, we were finishing grade primary six. School. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did. Had one. I was in um, kindergarten. Did another we, thing that was awesome with Joseph, we're in the car driving back from somewhere. It was... um. I was driving, I had Vibu in the passenger seat and then Joseph and Reese were in the back. And um, Joseph says to me, he goes, Tyler, what's happening with Blank Face? What's, what's happening next? What's coming out next? And um, for a long time, I've been, working on an, I've been working on an album. I've been cooking something up and I have plans finally now to, to release the next batch of songs. And I got one coming out soon that we're cooking up. And I said to Joseph, I was like, oh, I've got this song. I'm going to try and release it soon, do a few gigs. And he goes, well, mate, is there any way I can listen to it? I'd love to hear it. I was like, oh, I can play it for you right now in the car. And he goes, oh, my God, please. So I play, play this song. And Vibu and Reese go, oh, wow, that's a great track. Like, that that could really be on Triple J. I mean, that's a really good song. I was like, oh, thanks, boys. And I'm looking in the rearview mirror to, to see what Joseph's reaction was. And he's sitting in the back with his mouth open. He's like, Tyler, my palate has never had so much variety. Grace it. <laughs> I can't believe the sonic textures that have just graced my ears. Is is there anything else you can play for me? And I was like, oh, yeah, I can play you another song from the album. I, I played it to Mitch on the last tour leg, and it's a bit of a slower one. It's a bit it's a bit more acoustic elements to it. I was like, you know, it kind of feels like I was trying to write like a song like Wonderwall, trying to write, write my Wonderwall. And he goes, people have been calling this Tyler's Wonderwall, <laughs> and I'm so excited to hear yeah. it. Really? Yeah. yeah. And because La- Lambo, I played it for Lambo in the cone, he goes, oh my God, I can see myself at a music festival, <laughs> off my face, two beers in my hand, my arms around my friends just screaming the chorus. Lambo was so excited about it. And I explained that to Joseph. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like my Wonderwall in that way. And Joseph goes, oh, Oh, brother, I'm going to start talking about things. I'm going to start referencing things as my wonder wall as well. What a way to describe something. I have to hear this song. If it's a song that's going to unify my friendships, you've got to play it to me. And then it's like going to hit play and he goes, wait, 
pause. I need to get in the zone. And he puts, he reaches over the front seat, puts one arm around Vibu's shoulder, <laughs> puts his other arm around Reese's shoulder. And I'm looking at Reese and Vibu pissing myself. And Jesse goes, all right, brother, hit play. And I hit play on this song. For the entire five and a half minutes of this track, Joseph has his eyes closed and his arm, <laughs> his arm wrapped around Vibu and Reese. And he's genuine this entire time. He's not taking the piss. I'm looking at Reese in the review and I'm pissing myself because Joseph starts to like grip Reese's chest and stuff. And Joseph's rocking back and forth this song. And then it ends and he goes, Oh my God, mate. I have never experienced art in such a unifying way. <laughs> what did you mean? That's not true, mate. You've been in Luke Kidge's living room once. <laughs> exactly. But I have never been more gassed up. I've never been like, fuck. I was like, damn, all right, it is time to release this you music. You need to put eh? this shit out, man. Now, now the BLT heads Ooh. will want to hear your Wonderwall. Oh, so true. Massive. They're going to want to hear the blank face Wonderwall. Well, don't worry, guys, it'll be coming soon. But that's that's Joseph for and you, do, man. Do you and, think and it's your Wonderwall? Yeah, absolutely. I oh, would right. I, I would say it's Wonderwall in essence, yeah. Ooh, okay. Can we have a BLT listening party where we all put our arms around <laughs> And and listen, listen to, to it together <laughs> with, with the listeners. We, we, we book out a little venue. Oh, we do. We oh have to do a listening for Oh, <laughs> my God. So, yes, we will and do we that. we need to get Joseph in the, <laughs> in Joseph in the huddle to just close. He's like, he can lead it. I think he needs he, to lead he it. He needs to lead it. We need to get Joseph. Great. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, that has to be done. All right. Well, that means now I'm going to have to, for the sake of the BLT heads, unifying us as a, as a listenership, I'm going to have to finish the song. What a motivation. God, please do. Yeah. Now, uh, while you were talking about this, you had a, such a humble energy towards it. Mm-hmm. That's what I really appreciate about you. Um, maybe some of that energy uh, could be converted over to you. <laughs> yeah, um, because we were in South Morang yeah. last week. Oh, get <laughs> fucked. Oh, what did he do? <laughs> do you remember? No, no I don't pre- No, just... Oh. <laughs> No, no, I think it's a funny story. Listen, if you didn't want us to tell us, we don't have to. No, but you tell it, we can please. I, I, I just want to. I just want to preface this story completely unrelated with I just love Hollywood Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy. This I was some it. like public autofellatio that happened. <laughs> it was. Um, it no, was, no, I, I removed a rib briefly. No, if this was if if we were to phrase this as a who's the weirdo. I would say that you're not the weirdo. What you did was what you did. I think, with all context in mind, was a very nice thing to do. Yes, with all context in mind, very kind thing for you to do. But Blake and I were mid conversation, and the way that it, the way that it hit us, and the way we both reacted to it, yeah. was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in, uh, we're in South Morang doing two shows. Uh, probably. Your hometown shows, yeah, yeah, the closest shows I did to my house, yeah. for sure. It still it took awesome. me half an hour, and to it's get like there. when the ro- <laughs> it's like when the Rock returns to wrestling after a ten year hiatus, and there's something different. There's a bit of Hollywood about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we finished the shows, and uh, a lot. No, of, it was in between the shows. It was oh, in between the, the show. shows, uh, a, a group of uh, a lot of Megs. Uh, Friends uh, were at the show and they were just talking to Meg at the merch desk after the show. And then me and Tyler are just kind of, you know, lingering around, getting food, eating and all that sort of stuff. And then Meg's talking to one more person as Luke's coming out. She's the only one left. And then me and Tyler are walking out of the building and Luke's following us. They lock eyes, the girl talking and Luke. And she just goes, oh, hey, how are you going? By the way, I've already talked to her. Okay. But yeah, I've already had a full conversation with her. 
And she was holding my merch and wearing my previous merch and was a big Luke and Meg fan, which okay. she told me. Con- yes, that's the context. We had none of that in the moment where I see Luke walk from the backstage area, walk past a random fan, and then she says, hey, Luke, doesn't even say hey, just goes, do you want a photo? <laughs> and she goes... No, no. She, goes, no. <laughs> she goes, no thanks. She goes, okay, all good. He just keeps walking with us. Blake and I look at each other. <laughs> we look back at Luke and we just start fucking dying. <laughs> God, that was so funny. But it's because she was, uh, I'd already had a conversation with her uh, when we were talking to all Meg's friends and she was kind of in that conversation. So I don't even met her. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm a big fan of the pod. She'd already bought the merch. I was like, cool. And then we kind of went back downstairs, got our wallets and stuff because we we're going to go get food. And then we walked back out in the foyer maybe like five, ten minutes later. She's the only one still there. She's talking to Meg. And I was like, oh, that's weird because she had an opportunity to ask before to get a photo. And then she was still there. And I was like, yeah. oh, the only reason in my head as to why she's still hanging yeah. around is maybe she regretted not asking for a pick yeah. for a pick because a lot of people that's why some people just linger around the foyer sometimes mm. hoping to get a pick mm-hmm. and uh and i just thought you know she seemed quite nervous and she didn't say much yeah so i was like oh, if i just be proactive about it sometimes they go oh that'd be great and then winter it is funny when you go do you want a pick and they go absolutely not yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the most so like because because okay. i've tried it the other way where you just walk past them and go hey and then you get the message afterwards going oh, i was too nervous to ask yeah, you blah 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 so then sometimes i just go fuck it i'm just gonna throw it out <laughs> there. and i'm not offended if you say no what yeah. was funny was all they heard was do you want to pick no and they're just like you <laughs> fucking loser <Yeah. laughs> no i think more so it was the it was the way that blake and i absorbed that and then when we both looked at each other i could tell that both of us were thinking this is perfect for the auto fellatio segment on the pod. <laughs> and then we go get food. We're waiting outside of schnitz or something like that. And I'm just waiting there. And these three girls come up to me and they ask for a photo. We take a photo and I just go, oh, God. God, it's really convenient not having to ask firsthand, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was oh. rough. It was really rough. Like, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, fuck, they've heard. That's awesome. And, <laughs> And I know that what's coming to me. No, that was and, I, and I deserve it, quite frankly. That was so funny. And it's funny, also funny now that you've just added yourself with a bit of Hollywood Blake, actually. Yeah. Oh, but he's, you know, he's way worse he than me. It. He loves it. Yeah, Blake, he Dude, loves Blake the- gets blind and then shows people his bank account. <laughs> Did you do no, that? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, that to me like four oh, times. Yeah, you are the Hollywood Blake. You hey, must be nice. Hey, I don't. Wow. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, 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 no. no, man. I also get drunk, trip and fall with my ANs and banking account already loaded up, and go, "Oh, guys, someone pick up my phone. Oh, how did all that money get in there? Whoopsie." No context. As we've established, <laughs> context. I only do it in front of Luke when we are together because I don't like showing poor people. <laughs> No, I... 1% Blake, here he is. (laughs) I don't think in the history of podcasts there has been a segment started by someone to make someone else look like a Mr. Hollywood arrogant type that has quickly backfired (laughs) and made them look worse in the end. I just threw out an Uno reverse card on you. (laughs) All right, well, since you guys are indulging in your uh, non-humble Hollywood ways, I'm trying to think of what what I've done to be Mr. Hollywood. Oh, you just called one of your unreleased tracks uh, Wonderwall. Wonderwall. One of the most famous songs of all time. (laughs) 
<laughs> my demos are like the greatest selling songs of all time. God, we might true. as well just start sucking each other's dicks say, at this, this point. Is, this uh, is, was a podcast that's now a big old circle jerk. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like, you know that, that story where you hear the Beatles used to jerk off next to each other? <laughs> this is what our podcast has become. <laughs> oh, Paul, would you like to give me a reach around? Oh, true love that Johnny yeah. and Ella Begrange. I've been working on this bass line. I'll just give you a quick wanker. And then <laughs> hey, Bo, would you like me to cup the balls? We can go... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, John, I'm not reaching around anymore. <laughs> Did you see that article came out where it's like news article? The headline was like Ringo Starr says he joined the band after the group uh, masturbation sessions. <laughs> <laughs> a great, like I like that he wanted to come out and get ahead of the scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just uh, I just thought I'd like you know I like a hazing process and mm. got me into the bar. No, nah, oh. they, they would have done way worse when they were on shrooms, oh, like yeah. the magical Maybe. mystery tour. Yeah, when they era. were chilling in fields, when they were like after they're already famous. When George Harrison had come back from India and he was just just a loose... Yeah, the one where, like... They probably all interlocked moustaches and started wanking each other off, I think. <laughs> in a field. When they grew their hair out, they were like off their heads, weren't they, for a period? Yeah. They just indulged in psychedelic drugs, yeah. While my penis gently weeps. <laughs> it's George Harrison at band practice. <laughs> But yeah, something in the way he comes. <laughs> Come together. <laughs> <laughs> it was there all along. <laughs> dum, 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 uh, Over me. Twingo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Come together. Oh, God. Well, Paul, we should probably... Uh, well, John, we should probably change it from C-U-M to C-O-M-E for the mm. charts. Oh, yeah, another thing that'd be quite good, Paul. Yeah, yeah. I want to hold your cock. All right, that's enough. <laughs> God, you know, you know, Paul, I really like when you shoot, shoot in my face, you know. It's something I could get used to over the past couple of years. <laughs> well, John, I just wish you'd uh, use me for your coming a little bit more than George. Well, Paul, let it be. Oh, that's quite good, actually. Might use that. <laughs> God, we're the funniest podcast in the world. <sighs> Do you guys want right. to talk about anything else? Or uh, the shows were good on the weekend. Um, you know, I like. No, nah, you know, I don't want to. Actually, I don't want to. I've already done. I've already done that. You've already done your show chat. Yeah, I just you know I was gonna we were talking about before the pod to discuss oh, the story I see what you're of saying. The, yeah you don't want you've already been there in uh, that realm mm. I've already been in that realm I don't want to okay. we don't have to go back to that uh, realm we don't want to talk about heckles that I got in Bendigo that were insufferable mm. and annoying I just think that people um, all the Kidgel heads listening right now when you go to your shows um, conversation is invited by Luke sometimes and he asks you uh, the audience a question if you are not talking or within the the boundaries of what he has asked of you as an audience member share the fuck up share the fuck up it's wild the confidence on i was people. thinking the exact same thing yeah. and, and then what is yeah. funny is it brings me so much joy when i don't even really it gets to the point sometimes where i am initially during say if you, someone screams something annoying I'm going to be completely honest with you. 85% of the time, it is a screeching female. Do occasionally get like the drunk out of control dude, which which is worse. Yeah, yes. scream. Right? But when you do get the drunk dude, it's worse. But the, the most common one you get is, no, 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 do my being real. No, 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 no. Okay, the Benning one was, can you do a plank? Yeah, and I was that. like, what? She goes, can you do a plank with me? 
And then I was like, what do you mean by that? And then I was like, there's no way she's referring to the 2012 viral planking trend. There's surely no way. <laughs> was that what she was referring to? And then she goes, yeah, she goes, Steve, let me do it. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, what? Okay. You know what else Steve-O did? I mean, let's, you wanna, do we want to write off a list of what Steve-O's been known to do? Yeah, I'm like, he also put bees in his cock. I don't give a fuck. He clearly has a high tolerance to bullshit. (laughs) He put a helmet on and got a fat man to fart into a funnel (laughs) and vomited profusely. (laughs) This is the man known for popularizing the butt chug. I mean, (laughs) do you know what I mean? His threshold, his tolerance for for stupidity stuff is way higher than mine. Absolutely. So so if Gil goes, can we plank? He's like, oh, this is like the fourth worst thing that's happened today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you scream, can you plank as I'm in the middle of talking about something else while trying to do the show that I've uh, worked hard on something to immortalize? The 500 and now other paying people are there to experience. Yeah. It's not just you, babe. What, what an insane request in general. I was but like, then- what a terrible road bump that would be in the yeah. show if you got up on stage and we planked together just for you and... You hundreds of other people who have paid to see me perform. You should have done it just so she had the moment of planking. And then how many? How big was the show? It was a pretty big show. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, like 800 people just staring at her with pure like, what the fuck are you doing? She needed to have that. No, moment. I think the saddest part is that an audience, for whatever reason, at least I found with Leaky Pooky shows, yeah. is that the audience gets a hive mind and wants to defend themselves as a single unit. Mm. So someone doing something shit like that, even though an audience member is could be a logical thinking human who's like, I want to see this show, but someone else I'm sitting next to is screaming shit out. If Luke goes, hey, shut the fuck up and let me do my job. For whatever reason, the audience hive mind is like, whoa, man. Yeah, they're mm. just like, whoa, she just wanted to plank with you. Yeah, so the, the audience member <laughs> could do something completely fucking no, dumb. It's always it's 50-50. 50% of the audience go, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to listen to him. And 50% of them go, that sounds awesome. Do a Harlem shake while you're at it. <laughs> Like 50% of the audience is like, oh, we're doing the ice bucket challenge now, are we? Lukey, you're in a safe space and we love you. And yeah. I can tell you really needed to get this off your chest. So angry. No, so Joseph got angry and he's new to it. He I've, I've never he, gets I angry. walked up stage and he goes, how do you do that on a night to night basis? And I was like, yeah. dude, I don't, I don't know. I just, I bottle it up. And then sometimes I explode on podcasts. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I deal with it. He's ex- because he's exploded, John. That's oh, the, yeah. the thing is, I, oh, I don't oh. hear... Can I plank with you? I hear, let's make this about me. Have an evil duo with the footy girl. With the footy girl? Yeah, I went to get a drink. You know, there's always a slight lull when you oh, go to get a drink of water. This was yeah. fucking Cause, annoying. Because I literally got water in my mouth. There is a lull in the room. Often you try and time the drink with an applause break or like or a big laugh. Mm. So, so it kind of peters out and you get a drink. And you're, hey, so anyway, I couldn't do it with this one. It was, I did a bit of crab work. My mouth was dry and I was like, okay, I need to go back and get a drink. Bit of a silent cheer, guys. Can you, this is the most Australian heckle of all time, just, I like, can you get up the footy scores? <laughs> and I was like, oh, like what? And she goes, Essendon are playing. Can, she's like, we're not allowed to use our phones. Get up the scores. And I was like, that's. Where was this? Mildura. Oh God, it was Zoe's mum. <laughs> <laughs> and she just kept going on and on about it. And I, I tried to riff on it. You know, I was. It went well, like, at first, but then it got to the point where she just, I'd moved on, and then she went, so one of the scores, and I was like, oh, she's, God, she's I was like, real. just get do it in your own, I don't care if you're on your phone, as long as you shut up, like, yeah. just, 
You know what I mean? Like she, it just kept going. And then people just started, just one dude stood up in the front and was like, shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> yeah. People just stand up and yell. And then it becomes like this weird civil war in the town. God, that's awesome. That's incredible. Uh, we should probably wrap up. We yeah, we go. should we yeah. do, should wrap up. All yeah. right. Well, we are now one. The next episode is episode 13, man. And we've hyped this one up. And we do have, we have a big plan um, for next week's episode. So it's not going to be one you want to miss. And it's probably... Probably going to change your life, yeah, for the better. So you know, some would say, uh, you know, Paul, that this would be our wonder wall of podcast episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, they are saying that, George. <laughs> they are saying that. <laughs> I'm going to go up to like no, like if this is how good episode 13 is, yeah. it's going to ask me like, hey, episode 13 is going to be like, hey, do you want a photo? I'm like, nah. <laughs> But that's how like good it's going to be. Well, the episode thing is going to be so good that if you're depressed on the brink of killing yourself, it's going to be the one that saves you. Yeah. <laughs> they should play this over like a boombox. After box. all, it's our Wonder Wall, you know. <laughs> yeah. They Maybe pl- they need to play episode thirteen over a big loudspeaker on like the Golden Gate Bridge. People will just step off and just go, "Fuck me, God." I didn't get that one. Because they won't kill themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah, Cool. Do you remember when I played Far From Over and it reset the quality of the episode? Yeah. yeah. Didn't work. Anyway, right. Thanks for, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Okay. We'll see you next week uh, for episode 13. And I'd just like to apologize for my tone. Everyone in Bendigo was great. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. Oh, I've got it. an idea for the end of... Po- now that Frank Stallone's become a massive part of the podcast, at the end of this thing... At the end of the whole podcast, we all collectively just go, this is the end of the podcast. And then we end. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But also, I don't want to incorporate him too much because Hamish and Andy already did it. Oh, I, did I, I don't know. I just I just really like that song. I, okay. I don't, I've jacked Hamish and Andy. They're Andy's the thing. Simpsons did it of comedy podcasts. So. <laughs> they, they are. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm thinking of um, a potential idea for episode 14 is we hire a caravan and get matching jumpsuits and travel around <laughs> doing crazy shenanigans around the country. That's good. What do you reckon? That's yeah, really that's funny. Good. We could start a band, get a different celebrity film. Like a private jet tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Private yeah. jet. It's and good. then we'll reminisce the first 14 apps after that <laughs> in, on a new side podcast. Yep. All right. All right. Peace out. Hit the Thanks outro. Bye. Another riveting episode. Stay pretty and see you next week on. <laughs>